Hey everyone, it's Liz Donahay, and tonight I have a special guest, Natalie Manhurst. She's um, an occupational therapist who works with special needs children um, out of Vermont. And um, for everyone who knows, I'm in California, so we couldn't be um, any more apart <laughs> distance-wise. But um, but the the close part that we connect on is just being busy moms um, trying to. Uh, pursue our careers and also find balance in our um, in our lives with our health and fitness. And tonight we're going to be talking about how to carve out that time to care for ourselves um, better than other people could ever do. And it's just even um, a little bit of time set aside every day. And Natalie has some great tips on how she does that in her daily life. And She's uh, a mother with two young boys, and um, like I said, she's an occupational therapist, so she's got a, a demanding career, and she somehow finds the time to make it happen, right, Natalie? Yeah, well, try trying, yes, of course. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I think one of the biggest things that when it comes to self-care and putting time aside for yourself is really first figuring out what is it that you need and what is it that you can do, because I think that uh, self-care is a term that's really just thrown around and it's such a broad term and it can mean so many things to so many different people and everyone's talking about, oh, you need to do self-care, self-care. Well, what does that mm -hmm. really actually mean? And so it's, it's you know, it's different for, for everybody. And I know that you said like on your last episode that you carve out time and just to schedule it in just like you schedule in everything else, especially for busy people, because otherwise, you know, the time goes by and then you haven't taken care of yourself. So mm -hmm. at the same and time, giving I it think, to others. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Always giving it to others. I think that even taking that a step back is really figuring out what is it that you want to do for your self-care. And maybe that's one thing, maybe it's two things and it's like five things. Like for me, for example, it is, you know, having maybe a few minutes, maybe 10 minutes in the morning just to myself where I'm either like kind of taking care of myself, whether that's like, you know, brushing my teeth, like mm -hmm. kind of getting ready, like getting prepared or, and, or then maybe my second thing is carving out some time to go biking. Mm -hmm. And so if I have those two I things planned, <laughs> yeah. And then again, it's like, like you said, really scheduling it in. I think the success to scheduling is if you have a partner or somebody else who is involved, especially when you have children is really advocating for your time and why. Mm -hmm. And so I think part of the, the self-care is, you know, being able to say like, I need this time because you know, I can be a better mom. I can be like a better businesswoman or, or parent. Um, you know, I can be like more present and this is how it makes me feel instead of just mm -hmm. like, cause I think a lot of times we go into self-care, especially when we have other people in our life and, you know, we're trying mm -hmm. to advocate, but it comes across as almost like a criticism. At least this is mm -hmm. my experience. I'm like, why can't you give me this time? Like, why? Yeah. Is well, that what so is hard? it? It's kind of a foreign concept too. Like, what? Do, like, what do you mean by advocate? And um, go deeper on that because it is kind of a foreign concept. It means to for me, I'm kind of hearing you're valuing yourself and you're valuing your your worth and your health. Um, more than you kind of realized you needed to before and you're taking kind of a stand for yourself like saying you know I need this time no matter how much time it is I, I'm, I need this and I need to convince someone else <laughs> advocate right. for yourself right and, I mean that's exactly what it means and then it's it's even going beyond that so yes advocating and kind of like you said standing up for yourself because again and, and we've talked about this on multiple mm -hmm. conversations how you can 
especially as a new parent, you can kind of lose yourself or at least you get lost that's how in, we felt. in the role. Yeah. Like, right. who yeah. am I? Um, <laughs> you may have like with me, I gained and lost like 240 pounds over <laughs> my three children. Like, wow. Like I totally lost my, my body and my, my confidence and, and I had to and learn how to get it back. It, and it, like, you have to make the time to do that. It's not going to do it. It's not, that weight's not going to lose itself. <laughs> right. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And I think that you go through, especially as women, like so many physical changes, so many like mental health changes, and mm-hmm. then your role is completely shifted. And then all of the things that you love to do that you valued as self-care, probably, you know, the rug kind of got pulled out from under mm-hmm. from, with mm-hmm. a lot of those. And so I think it's hard to get back to that. And so part of it is really finding out what is it you know, that truly is meaningful to you. And, and what's, I guess, cool about it in a way, a way, and it's much easier for me to you know, self-reflect on that now that my children are a little bit older, mm-hmm. is figuring out, you know, what are my actual interests? So instead of just doing things that I really love, some things that I'm like, eh, and some things mm-hmm. that I'm like, oh, I'll just do it. Like now kind of narrowing it down to doing only the things that I really love to do and knowing exactly mm-hmm. how they serve me. And that's not like, I know that, but I, I mean, I don't know that <laughs> I'm trying to mm-hmm. get there, but I do think it, it's important. Mm-hmm. I think that that makes sense because there are so fewer hours in the day for yourself. You've got um, all these responsibilities as a parent, and especially with me, like with homeschooling, you know, I have to balance it even more. And it's always those shifts in life that give you the most trouble mm-hmm. and for for. I know with my experience, just because I'm a woman doesn't mean I know how to be a mom. I'm learning as I go. And yeah, I need right. that time to myself to kind of, like you said, you, we need that time to self-reflect and figure out who, who what kind of mom do I want to be? I, I, we have to kind of reset, recharge every day and taking that little bit of time every day. Like you said, even a precious five minutes for me, you know, it's, it's turned into an hour cause my kids are older, <laughs> but they know I need that, that like spa time, that bath time, that like reflective time. And so I can be the best version of myself and be like you said, a better partner, better mom, um, be more calm and centered, especially when things are really difficult. Mm-hmm. And, and it's not something, it, it, it's like not something you can take for granted. Like it, that's why we do have to advocate I think, like you said, because your partner may assume that you've got it all together, you've got all the answers, you know how to do this, but it's pretty stressful having, you know, um, you know, raising and, and growing these two little kids and these, at your house and three little kids at mine and all the others across the country. It's like mm-hmm. moms have a really big responsibility um, raising our children and we um, will be better role models and mothers if we do take that time and can nurture ourselves at the same time that way we're replenishing everything that we're giving every day yeah and I think it's hard to kind of think out of the box so to speak on this where in the moment it's really difficult to say well I could you know there's always things to do always in everybody loves life but obviously as parents Mm -hmm. and so and there's always especially I think as moms and this is what I can just mostly relate to obviously is having the demands of our children demanding me like they always just Mm -hmm. seem to need me and so Mm -hmm. being okay with stepping back from that I think is is part of the challenge and then being okay with letting somebody else take over if that's necessary as well Mm -hmm. and and just kind of letting that part go 
so that you can have the time to yourself. And I think Mm -hmm. that might even be like the first, first, like the pre-step to even figuring out what it is that you need for self-care and then advocating for your own needs is, is being, you know, going through some work for your own self and and being okay Mm -hmm. to be able to, you know, allow just a time where you're not there knowing your kids will be fine or whatever Mm -hmm. it is. Cause I know also just, it's hard to let that go a little, it's hard to let it kind of get, give yourself that time. You have to advocate to your kids. And I know you've said it to me before, like you've, um, we've been talking and you've had to say to your son, like, um, mommy needs this time too. Like they don't realize Mm -hmm. (laughs) that, that you also need that time. Just like they need time to get themselves together or take a nap or, or recharge. You also need that time. Right. And I think that's an important skill too to teach your kids is just saying like, you need your own time to recharge. Mm -hmm. I need my own time to recharge because especially in our society, I don't think that that's something that's right now, at least innately sort of ingrained or or taught. And I think it is really important to teach, you know, your children how to take a moment to just be by themselves and and be okay with it. And that's Mm -hmm. obviously a lot easier for some kids versus others, but regardless, mm-hmm. just starting with an amount of time that works for them and kind of working up from there and same with your, for yourself too. Yeah. Especially with all the, the devices that our children are connected to. And when we really need to be connected to ourselves, like that time helps us get back to ourselves, get connected, reflect. And that's why, you know, I am back into doing my yoga and Pilates every day and it is 10 o'clock every day. Like, like clockwork. And if I don't stick to that, then everything else supersedes it and everything overrides it. All that other stuff's going to be there if I take that. So it's also saying I'm not afraid to give myself that time. Yeah. And... Cause I think a lot of, of people who are listening to this might say, well, she can do that, you know, but I can't. And it's very mm-hmm. easy to say, well, you know, they can do this, but I can't. Yeah. And I hear it, it all the time. Ha- I, yeah. I talk to so many moms, like, um, you know, a lot of mom friends that I have in my circle, like, well, how do you do what you're doing? I, 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 how do you have so much time? Well, I, I carve out that time, I schedule. And I also think ahead, think ahead, think ahead, look forward, look backwards. Like if, if I stay up until 11 o'clock at night, I'm not going to get up in time and have that hour that I need. And then I'll throw off my whole schedule and then I won't get to go biking. It's like that carrot before the cart. <laughs> it's like, yeah. we need that too. It, as, as uh, adults, even like if I get all my work done and I do all this stuff that I can do and tell everyone what I'm doing and yeah, get it scheduled right. with my partner, then I actually can go biking three, four times a week and pursue my goals as an individual. And I think that a lot of women lose themselves that way. And, and, don't pursue their passions. Um, and I know you are doing so much, Natalie. It's just amazing what you're doing on social media and with your career and everything. And you're such a great role model because you're learning these. You, no one no one teaches us this. That's why I think why right. we're doing this show is no one really taught me this. I had to learn it on my own. <laughs> right, exactly. Um, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think that there's something that I, I read recently because, you know, going back to the point of, other people saying, well, I don't have the time to do that. And it's mm-hmm. very easy to, to fall into that. And mm-hmm. um, I don't think anyone should judge themselves for it or anything else. It's just sort of like part mm-hmm. of life. And, and like I said, kind of going back to those pre-steps of, um, you know, thinking about what is it even that you need and starting there. 
And then I think one of those other pre-steps is, is really figuring out how much free time do you actually have? Because I read something mm-hmm. recently, which I thought was really interesting. And it was basically saying that there's a, no person has less than, I think it was 24 or 25 hours free per week. And that's time that's spent on things like social media where we're like, oh, we have three minutes. I'll just, you know, open mm-hmm. up Facebook or whatever it is, or, mm-hmm. you know, it's just kind of wasting time. And I feel like with, with kids, especially it's either you're really busy or you're like waiting for the next busy part. Mm-hmm. Um, at least that's how I felt. And so mm-hmm. being able to transform the minutes where I'm like waiting into either something where I could listen to a podcast, like that's very easy for me to do. And I feel like mm-hmm. at least my mind, I'm like kind of fueling my mind in that way. Mm-hmm. Um, you're replenishing things. You're giving back to yourself. Right. And it might not be like, okay, I can leave and, and really go do what I want to do, like go biking or something, but I can mm-hmm. do something little like that where that's, yeah. It's like thinking outside of the box. Like you said earlier, mm-hmm. I see how that those connections can be made I know one time when I'm like, well, I really want to go writing, but I know I have a call with Natalie. Why don't I just think outside the box? And there's always a hybrid solution. Let's, let's do it at once. And we live in such a flexible world now with remote learning and remote work that mm-hmm. we could do that. We could, we could think outside the box and we could have our conversation. I could still ride. <laughs> right. Um, right. Yeah. So, um, and I think there's where the innovation comes in and, and I think that, that, that motherhood is constantly evolving, fatherhood, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and therefore our children are constantly evolving and society evolves with it. And it's kind of our job to lead the charge, right? And this is why we kind of have shows like this and conversations like this and thoughts like this, I know, running through my mind every day like yours um, on how to make the shifts that we want personally, psychologically, physically, um, without sacrificing um, the needs of our family, right? Right. Yeah. And I think there's, you know, one other thing that kind of plays into this, especially for moms, it's, um, you know, always thinking that you have to be doing something, um, you know, for your children. And we've talked a little bit about this, but, mm-hmm. uh, and it goes like back there's to- shame, maybe and shame in not doing something Right. Or shame so in doing something for yourself. Like, how could you have all that? T- I almost felt like when I read a comment on social media from another mom, it was like, it was a mom I knew. And she's like, how do you have so much time? I, it made me feel almost guilty, mm-hmm. like that she was saying right. that. <laughs> exactly. It's like, there's a lot of mom guilt out there. And I think it's too, mm-hmm. it's like, when we do get the free time, we're like, oh, we should get back. And I do this. Mm-hmm. Or it's, you aren't getting your free time and then you're like, Oh, I wish I had more free time. And so it's, Mm -hmm. I think going back to your point of really scheduling it out because otherwise, at least for me, it's really difficult to be present in both areas. Like I feel like I can't be fully present with my kids. And then I feel like I can't fully enjoy my own time because I'm like Mm -hmm. thinking about the, the reverse of whatever I'm in at the moment. And I think a lot of moms fall into that trap too, just based on society's sort of expectations of what moms should be doing Mm-hmm. And that leads to, like you said, a lot of mom guilt and probably a lot of judgment too from other moms. So I think mm-hmm. it's good just to explain how you do it because it, it's just very reasonable. It's not like you're like a worse mom where you're not giving your kids time. It's like yeah. you schedule it out. I have to work. For, I have to work hard for that. Like you have to make good decisions throughout the day and plan it and be strategic and, but also not feel like it's a, it's a burden either. Mm-hmm. I look forward to 
So yeah, Natalie, there, there are a lot of cultural uh, stigmas attached to sometimes um, taking that time as a mom to do um, things that are not uh, mom related that take away from um, the time we have with, with our, with, without our kids. But what it does in the end is make us better parents and better capable of handling the situations as our kids grow. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Um, what are the, the, the top three takeaways, I guess, from our great conversation here that you could, you know, uh, yeah. Talk about I think that. Sure. I think that, um, you know, one of the things is really defining what you want and writing it down so that you can advocate better for your time and why. I think that, like you said, scheduling out time in your day and really this, this could go back to initially just keeping track of how many free minutes you spend, for example, just like on social media and a lot of phones, or at least mine keeps track of it for you so you know, because mm-hmm. that time could be maybe consolidated and put towards something that is more meaningful or purposeful to your own being. And then I think... In addition to that is is thinking about how much mom guilt you have around when you were away doing some self-care for yourself or something that's meaningful to you. And then also at the same time when you're with your kids, are you do you have feelings that you'd rather be doing something else? And in that case, I think it's a good indicator that you can work towards maybe blocking out some more chunks of time, both for you and then for your kids, so you can feel more present. Definitely. Definitely. And I think that um, if we don't do that, uh, I think that we won't be able to inspire our kids to do that for themselves. And eventually right. we just shift the culture. And it, uh, like we said, we're, we're constantly evolving human beings. And whether we realize it or not, we're constantly shifting and changing and figuring out what it is we need in this ever changing world, like um, with everything changing with the pandemic and Life is different. Life is ever evolving and we have to keep up with that. And our psyche needs to adapt to it and have mm-hmm. the time to, to, to shift. And I think, you know, people have the hardest time with change and there is so much change to happen with our bodies and our minds and our spirits as mothers, um, with younger children, because all of a sudden we are a mom and as they, as they need us more and more and they grow our needs grow. So we have to allow ourselves mm-hmm. the time to do that. So I, I love what you said about advocating. I love what you said about making sure that it's understood that you don't have to feel guilty to take that time. It's actually a benefit and that's part of advocating. So thank you so much yeah, right. for being on thank today, you. tonight, and um, even carving out the time to talk about this is important. And, and it's a challenge. Right. <laughs> it's a challenge. We've yeah. got we've got a household full of kids to take care of. And, and, um, it's, we have the extra burden burden and as, a, as mothers, uh, culturally to live up to that. And how do we manage all of it? it it's a, it's a tricky dance. So uh, I think you're doing it yeah. beautifully and I, I applaud oh, you, you for that. Um, <laughs> well, thank you so much. Um, and we'll, I'm sure we'll be um, picking up on more topics like this with Natalie soon. And I look forward to that. And thank you everyone for listening and have a great evening. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.